Hello, this is Better Music News, helping you understand the classical music industry news a little bit better in around five minutes. On today's episode, we'll cover some classical music tech news, yuja, fashion, and does it matter what musicians wear? And what exactly is going on with the San Antonio Symphony? All that and a little bit more. This is Better Music News. We live in a streaming music world, but let's face it, it's really catered towards popular music. Classical music and favorite recordings of classical musicians, it can get pretty niche. And that's why you saw some music streaming services geared towards the classical music listener, like Adagio and Primaphonic. On August 30th, 2021, Apple announced that it purchased Primaphonic. And shortly after, it was actually shut down and taken out of the App Store. Primaphonic put on their website that they were going to find a way with Apple together to better serve the classical music streaming community. But they didn't exactly say how, and Apple wasn't giving us any hints. Primaphonic did say that there was going to be a dedicated classical music streaming app, but it hasn't been spoken about from Apple at all. Our friends at Mac Rumors did find some interesting code in the back end of the iOS 15.5 beta release. Commands such as open Apple Classical or open the Apple Classical Music app were found in the back end. And Apple last year was posting for a user experience designer that would work on a standalone music app. That standalone music app would feature visual, audio, and haptic aspects. While we can't say exactly what's gonna happen, the classical music streaming world is watching very closely to the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference in June 2022. So let's talk about fashion. I know very little about it, but after The Guardian put out a very widely circulated piece about Yuja Wang's fashion choices, it has to be discussed. So music, of course, is an auditory art. But when you go to a concert or you experience a concert on video or social media, you're watching the performers and you can't help see how they move, what they're wearing, what they look like when they perform. A lot of people have responded to that saying that these visual oddities or something that's different in that space will take away from the musical experience. There is, of course, the reverse of that where people have said that fashion can also be a creative outlet for the performer. And in fact, the London Chamber Orchestra recently got rid of its dress code altogether to allow its performers to creatively express themselves in that way. They feel like it's a way to creatively reach outside of the concert hall and attract more people. I think the ultimate argument is that there's a lot of creativity that goes into to programming, choosing the music, choosing the venue, choosing the performer. And why shouldn't the performer have that choice of creativity when it comes to fashion as well? Ultimately, the market will decide. If people don't like what the performer is wearing and, and don't want to go and, and see that sort of thing, they'll stop buying tickets. But the matter of the fact is, Yuja Wang is an incredible musician. People are always going to go see her. And part of the fun of going to see Yuja Wang is seeing what she's wearing at the concert. So what is going on with the San Antonio Symphony? In September of 2021, the symphony musicians went on strike in response to a financial decision by management that would have downgraded the status of 30 musicians. That means losing their full-time salaries, losing their health care, things like that. It's been a long time since September 2021. They lost a whole season. 
So the musicians formed the Musicians of the San Antonio Symphony. Lots of people don't know this, but sometimes orchestras can be separate from their management. In situations like this, but also if you look at the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra versus the Metropolitan Opera Organization, two different organizations. The most recent news about the San Antonio Symphony is the firing of their music director, Sebastian Long-Lessing. Sebastian had been the music director of the San Antonio since September 2010 and was recently fired due to breach of contract. Now, what was that breach of contract? As part of his contract, as I understand it, he was not allowed to perform with other organizations inside or around the area of San Antonio. But if you remember, the musicians of the San Antonio Symphony started their own organization and were giving concerts on May 12th. So Sebastian decided to conduct one of those concerts, of which the San Antonio Symphony management felt was a violation of his contract. Sebastian and a lot of the musicians felt like this dismissal was a little hostile towards musicians and find that it sort of undermines classical musicians' life in San Antonio. We don't know what is going to happen next for the San Antonio Symphony. There's no real plan for symphonic programming coming up in the future, and they really need those big symphony concerts so that they can, number one, sell tickets, but number two, attract donors and get more support for the symphony orchestra. Hopefully the management and musicians will reach some sort of compromise, but we're just going to have to keep an eye out and hope that the music can survive in a city as big as San Antonio. And that's all the news I have. Until next week, I'm Sam with Better Music News, and I hope you've come to understand the classical music industry just a little bit better. <laughs>